Hello and you are welcome to the ARF podcast. This is the interview with Stephen Rochford, the Mayo Assistant Manager, coming up now just after this short intro. I uh, hope you enjoyed the chat and then we have our usual segment on club football and all the other bits and bobs that go on in Mayo football. So enjoy the interview folks and uh, see you in part two. Join now with the Mayo assistant manager, Stephen Rochford. Stephen, very, very appreciative for taking your time out here and joining uh, the top floor of RF Towers. The dust is settling on another year in Mayo football. Yeah, um, uh, I know the, the immediate few days afterwards seem to seem to go slow um, when, you're, when you're feeling sorry for yourself or the, the wounds are still uh, a bit raw, but... Uh, yeah, time time moves on, and I suppose um, you know it's all Ireland final time of the year. So um, you know the, the the season certainly the the, the curtain is, is is drawn down on it. It it was a it was a big year for you coming back to Mayo. I suppose your time up in Donegal, and you're on the line yourself before that. So has much I suppose has much changed when you were when you were when you were there previously or is the mood different in the camp or what 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 did you notice different when you came back i suppose by the new players i think you know the look i mean i, I suppose from, from my first time going in there uh you know what eight years ago now um it's i suppose going in as as, as someone you know coming from a, a club background um, you don't know what you don't know, and uh, probably a bit wet behind the ears going in back in back in uh, late 2015, um, and probably you know you're you're obviously more experienced. Things don't surprise you as much uh, then. Um, I think so, sort of coming back in, I'm not sure if it's anything that, that sort of surprised me. Um, obviously, there's been a, a a nice change of players from from I suppose that core group back in. Uh, 16, 17, 18, you know, there might be only a, maybe a handful, maybe eight or so that are that are probably still um, there. Um, and so the new fellas that, that have come on, and um, some of them might have been just sort of on their first season or sort of on the development side that we had started. So um, I certainly found there's a great energy amongst the, 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 the group, I think. Um, you know, certainly the, the, the ambition um, and and willingness of 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 this group compared, we say to 2016-17 is every bit as, as 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 hungry for 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 I suppose you can call it success. competing at the top level. So I suppose in some ways people might say that um, you know the players change, but the the actual ambition and attitude certainly certainly hasn't. Yeah, I think it was an interview there recently actually with Jason Darty and. He said it himself. He goes even next year or the year after. It's a new. It's sort of a new target is set again, and it's just joining in with a group of people that all have the same ambition or same goal. Yeah, well, like it's like this. No matter whether it's a Mayo dressing room, a Galway dressing room, a Cork, a Kerry, a Dublin, Donegal, um, you're in there. They're similar animals. Um, mm. I mean, from the point of view of uh, dedication. Um, you know, single-mindedness, and I don't mean that in the negative sense, um, but being very, very focused and driven. Um, and and you know, to be that 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 intercounty athlete, um, no matter no matter what your 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 colours are, um, they're they're of a similar 
Um, obviously, there, 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 there's some sort, there's some that are uh, uh, a cut above the rest, but but by and large, the, the they're they're of a they're, they're of a similar making. The pressures, Steve. It's a word. Look at there's pressures in every type of life and every type of job and whatever else that goes on in people's life. Um, I was watching a game with John Stagg. It was it was the semi final and a cut to Jack O'Connor. I think there might be four or five minutes left and just he was standing on the line and we both said it at the same time. We're like, what is it actually like to be on a line when there's eighty thousand people? In a stadium, in a in a high stakes game, like have you ever, did you ever experience it anywhere else, or is it is it a complete animal of a, a feeling? I know it, it 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 is. I mean, it, it is a sort of I don't know what you call it outer body experience, but like there, the, you do know when you're down there that you know there's there's a lot depending on you know yeah. certain decisions that are being made. You you do prepare for for, for them. You do prepare for. If player X gets injured, you know, how do we replace if, if he's on a matchup? And so you do, I suppose you do your hours of planning beforehand to be able to try and make that calculated decision as coolly and as in control as uh, as possible. But, um, you know, in sport or in, as you, as you alluded to, in life or whatever, something can happen. And I suppose one thing that we try to say is that, like, you try, you got, you try to sort of remain in a space of expect the unexpected, um, yeah. and and look to try and back yourselves, try and back what you what you've put in your instinct, um, but like I think even you know certainly since since you know I think it was 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 COVID year maybe the last year the first COVID year the impact now but there's no more for anything go in to make those final decisions so really there is to a degree once they cross that white line. They're on it. You're on it on their own, and um, it's uh, you know apart from maybe a substitution or something like that or a halftime period. Um, there's little, there's little impact that you, that, that you can make. So I think um, yeah, it's you won't it's you never won't more fatten, important. Yeah, you won't fatten the pig the day before the fair. It's 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 done when them boys cross the no, line. It, it, it's 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 the it's the days and weeks and months beforehand that 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 count surely. Yeah, I think Jim Gavin said that before. Why would I be getting nervous? It's not me that's playing. I think was a, was was a line from him or uh, back in the day. Yeah, um, and, and to be and to be honest, I'd probably say as well. Um, I can only speak personally. Nerves aren't really. I, I genuinely don't feel nerves uh, uh, at the game because um, and look, it's not to sound anyways cliche or that, but but you're dependent on your preparation, you know, and. That would be one thing that probably the experience of having been manager and being in Mayo before Donegal is the better you prepared, the more confident you can feel. Um, and look, anybody involved with preparing teams, I think will 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 understand what what when the days go well, you're able to go back to saying, yeah, Jesus, things really clicked this week. Yeah. You know, are we had with the matchups right or this is that? So and it comes back to. The, the more the more hours you put in in there or that you can that you can put in i think the better you, you are to be able to deal with whatever whatever comes up along the line is that feeling like you know we, i'm gonna actually segue into this anyway in the next part but uh you know you played yourself played a, at a high level like is it similar is it is those feelings similar or is it, is it different or is, is there anything comparable between the two 
Yeah, I think, you know what, like, it's, it's, it's funny that you probably say that. I probably was more nervous as a player than I am now as a, as a, as a, as a coach or, or, or manager. Um, and, um, and maybe it's because it's nearly, you know, 10, 10 or 12 years since I've been playing as well. And maybe I should have been getting myself in better shape to be able to deal with those things on the field. But um, certainly more mature and understanding the, the, the value of, of, of really good preparation. But um, yeah, pro- probably at times was more, ner- more more nervous, especially if I saw a good fast corner forward from in on me. <laughs> That's, uh, we, we've talked about this on the pod a few times now. Um, about the cross line team in 2001 and even last night I think under 16s won there's a, there's a good crop coming through again and it's good to see a club coming back up Um, but there's so many people that are on that team or on that squad that have ended up in coaching or managing how is how is there such a high percentage of one team that's probably gone to and, and a, lot of, a lot of people in that squad are at a high level now yeah, and, and and there's probably some guys that that um you know like 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 Sir James Allen who who hasn't who isn't involved currently, uh, but obviously was a selector with James Horn in, in, in James's first time. Gerard O'Malley, who people mightn't realise was was a selector with John Mahon and Offaly for, yeah. for for his couple of years there. Um and you know there 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 is a there is a, a, a good spread. I think it probably just reflects the interest that that those guys have in 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 in, in football, um, and I suppose the back you know long before people were talking about standards necessarily or behaviours and culture as as I suppose buzzwords, uh, I certainly or that they were all instrumental things within the cross line uh, dressing room. Now we weren't spoke, speaking about them as culture or. These things, yes, you, you you learned that this was a standard, or else somebody way. else got somebody else got your place, or you were taken off, or you're left, and there was nobody putting their arm around you from a point of view of sympathising with you. They were putting their arm around you to saying, "This is what's going to happen if you don't get your your finger out and get moving on." And yeah. um, and so all of them were, were 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 high achievers in sport, and a lot of them are high achievers away from 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 sport driven people, and um, and. I think you're seeing it there with with, with certainly there's there's a number of people I suppose that they get um the intercounty uh stuff like you're seeing Michael Moyes involved with the ladies and you're seeing Joe Kane down in Sligo and as I said there's a there's a number of other of us that are involved with under 16s and minors Kieran and Pather and Damien but there's a lot of them then back in the club scene uh, and yeah. there's a lot of them in, in in the club scenes in 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 where they're now living so. I think they understand the importance of the GA and giving back to the community that you're involved in. Um, and that that isn't lost on us and certainly was never lost in Cross Carolina. Do you think do you think if someone walked into his restroom in 2001 and and yourself and Damien are sitting there and go, you two lads in 22 years time is going to be involved in the Mayo senior management. <laughs> did did yeah. you think back then, did you have any idea yourself? I know I can't ask for Damien, but like for yourself, mm-hmm. did you ever think when you were finishing up you were going to get to that level or had you, you know, you know, a lot of people uh, have intentions to say, I'll go into coaching, but did you think you were going to keep going up the way you went up? I suppose, you know, in general. Well, well, certainly, it wouldn't have certainly been thinking back in 2001, you were going to, you, you know, you were going to go and reach, uh, I suppose, as, as I would see it, the pinnacle of, of, of a manager or coaching uh, role with your own uh, county. 
Uh, I wasn't good enough to, to 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 play championship football at senior level, so this was that was certainly the next best thing. But like funnily enough, when when you sort of say about myself and Damien there, uh, in the in the in the period after that All Ireland final, uh, at a at a moment of weakness, he was actually the the manager of the ladies team across the line at, at that time, and that was my first uh, role into coaching. He uh, he brought me into in coaching the, the the ladies team across the line back in two thousand and one, and and. Uh, we went on to win the, the junior in 2001 ladies and, and won the intermediate in 2002. So uh, I don't know if, if, if somebody had were able to, to see 20 years on, they, they'd have had a good <laughs> you know? I'll have to update the Wikipedia page for you, so on the two titles. <laughs> that's, that's all right. You can leave that well enough. Yeah. Cara Finn then, we'll just, we'll just, like, how did you end up in Cara Finn or what was the steps? I know you're involved with an under-20 team or a 21 team in Ballon Rober. What what was the the the, the steps to leading to Carfin? Yeah, well, I think um, look, it, it it sort of synchronized with what I was coming to the end of my playing career. I was starting to pick up a lot of um, knocks that I was finding hard to to to, to move. I was now living in Ballinroe and uh, was getting sustained uh, calf injuries and find it very hard to, 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 to get rid of them. So, and, and I wasn't having any impact really in relation to adding benefit for, for, for the team. And in some ways, um, I was, I was there thinking, um, it was time to, to get out. I hadn't any sort of structural injuries, if I was to call them that, like yeah. I had no knee problems or back problems. So, you know, I, I, I had been involved with the, the, the Mayo minor team back in 2004 and five, uh, six that, that 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 period with Eugene Ivers and sort of had got a I suppose a bit of a taste for for coaching at um at, at underage level in the county and I, I I put my name forward for the under twenty one manager job that vacancy back in uh twenty twenty twelve twenty twelve yeah oh. um and was on you know didn't didn't get that job who got it um, to them? uh myself Tony Duffy in Ballantubber Tony oh yeah was successful uh with that um and lo and behold i was coming out of a work meeting funnily enough um uh a winter's evening i got a, I had a missed call from from dave morris and i'd have known dave because i would have um uh i would have uh done a leaving search as a boarder in jarlets and so would have known some of the boys uh around tune Curafin that period and obviously cross mine and Curafin had come up once or twice in sevens and uh, kind of club championships we played challenge matches and um, from there the conversation started they were looking for you know possibly to get a, a, an outside voice and I suppose in some ways things aligned uh, and the rest is history yeah Frank Morris big part you know everyone talks with people have mentioned it and, and, and the style of play Cora Finn have and everything else should there be uh, more maybe a, a structured style of play in Mayo in terms of the academy or are we have we got a, a style of play we should try and maybe point towards or is it just you know different with each team yeah well I think I think you know and this is not to sound you know repeating probably what, what people maybe already know or, or, or that is the, the one thing that that we tried in, in, in Currafin was to play off the strengths that were there which was um, a sort of skills based game so that if we wanted to go long or we wanted to run or we wanted to kick the ball to the lines 
we were able to to go through the the skills that the lads had and and so you know i i do think uh no matter all, any of the, the good teams that you say playing and, and, and have come sort of masters of their, their sport, right? I think it always looks simple because they do the basics really, really well. And I think that's, you know, I think there's sometimes there's an over uh, focus on oh, what's the style of play or whatever. But, but I think you've got to be conscious of you can only play with, with the, the tools that you have, right? Um, and I think we should be always endeavouring to, um, to to get the, the, the skill level up on the player right. uh, as much as possible. And then I think then when we come into academy side and that is we're looking now to put them into more decision-making and condition-based scenarios that allows them to sort of expand their their, their understanding and start to, to build up a cohesiveness of, of, I suppose, you know, the, the, there's no hiding away. Academies are typically the top 5% of players that are in the, the in, in the, in the county. I think us to, to talk about it in any other way has been uh, it's disingenuous to, 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 to what it, what it is about. And we shouldn't be hiding about it because that is what every other county is, is doing. Yeah. Um, but I think it should be, we, we should be looking to try and have as many of the best skilled players, but the modern game also requires a huge athleticism. Yeah. Can you get away, to bring them together. Can you get away without having that pace in Crow Park? I don't think so. I genuinely don't think. I think having been above and witnessing, you know, Derry, um, really, really putting it to 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 to, to carry the the in the semi final, it probably further strengthens the 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 idea of, um, Fitness. yeah, like I mean, not every county is going to be able to turn over a David Clifford or a. Uh, each season but the one thing that you can look to to I suppose um, close your gap on is your ability to be able to sustain that high octane um, uh, type of game now I'm not saying the fittest team in the in the country doesn't necessarily win the All-Ireland that's, that's not what I'm saying mm. but if you, if you want to um, if you want to make good decisions under pressure at the at, at the key moments of games in the season, you've got to be athletically, but also mentally fit to be able to do that. And, you know, people talk about the head goes. Yeah, the head goes because your, your body comes under pressure. And, you know, they, they, they don't happen independent of each other. Steve, assistant manager. Are you the first assistant manager in intercounty football? I don't think I've heard the term before. I don't or where I don't did think it, so. Where I did don't this think so. come out? Or, or how does this work? Well, well uh, I don't know. And, and, and to be honest, I, I certainly wouldn't be... I, I, well, I'm, I'm not distracted by yeah. titles or, 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 or labels. And, and possibly, you know, it was there to, to ensure that, that everybody's quite clear that Kevin is, Kevin is the boss and that, you know, although... You know, I may have have um, managed Mayo at at a period and been involved uh, more recently in a coaching role. That probably somewhere in between is 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 probably where my experience has uh, lies the best benefit, and that you know I could provide maybe further assistance to, to to Kevin as regards that. And but you know when we're when 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 we're when we're all together, there's five voices in in, in the 
in the room. And so, you know, it's a it's a 20%. Uh, the same as the same as anybody else. Yeah. Liam will be missed. He's uh, departed there this week. Yeah, well, look, uh, uh, Liam has, a, has has an extreme, you know, knowledge of of not not just Gaelic football, but obviously his his basketball background. So, um, I think uh, you know, as as you said there, yeah, he will absolutely be be, be missed, and um, you know, uh, you know, it's it. I think though, change. Happens like my three years involved with 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 Mayo. We there was a change in the first year, made a change in the second year, in addition in the third year. My years in Donegal, so different people come and go. Um, you see that you know across uh, a, a lot of teams. Um, so it's 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 not something uh, that's new or strange. And, and and whether Kevin decides to add somebody or not down down, yeah. down the line. Um, you know, it will be undoubtedly it'll be difficult to to replace that level of experience, certainly anyway. Yeah, you're always gonna get that when you've a group of people, probably just five or sixty that probably mightn't have worked so closely together before. So it's obviously there's gonna be changes along the way in any group. I think that's that I don't think anyone was too uh, you know alarmed by it or it happens in 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 most panels uh, have you so like you finished up for the year now like how do you close it off? Do you just have like a review or uh, you, you meet up and I suppose start planning for next year, or do you go back to the clubs now and watch a couple of games? Or I, I, it's it's all of that. It's all of that. Um, you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take in the All Ireland final. I took in the semi finals. Um, looking and, and sort of half plotting uh, and seeing what's happening. Club games. You know, the league semi finals and that have taken place. We, we'll see the league finals before the championship uh, sets out. Uh, it's probably a little bit different now than it was this time last year in that, you know, we were new, it was very much an open season. You know, we don't have a figure on it, but, but by and large, you can imagine, you know, 27, 28 of the current squad will probably form, you know, your your your, your squad for next year. Now, that's not, I don't, I'm not, you know, when I say that, I'm not saying that we've 28 names listed, but, you know, there was probably there's going to be drop-offs anyway. There's, there's going to be, be a drop-off. Yeah. And you could be damn sure that there was probably 28 of the squad that, that finished with, with James Horn that were involved this year. And so in that regard, we probably have our eye on 20, 25 club players at the moment that oh. we, we saw last year. Uh, we had interest in them. And some came in for us with us for a while. Some fellas have performed really well with college with uh, their clubs over the last period we would also like to probably expand and, and and see what happens with you know some of the top potential with the under 20s for for a period of time I think that worked out well with us last year we had six of them in with, with us for for a period obviously Bob and Sam um did did particularly well and made a made a breakthrough but there's another handful of players I think that that went back to the under 20s uh, in good nick uh, uh, and played on, and that might be something that, that that we could replicate. But we're yes, we're already looking to identify players, and 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 then you're you're trying to look to 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 put programs again in place that will set them up well for for preseason areas. You probably want to be looking at. Is there anything particular? I know you've you know you're the likes of Jordan and Jack in in the half forward line and Omar Glockland. Is it is would scoring forwards? I know it's probably the answer that it's the easy answer everyone wants. Score more than the other team. It's it's the I know it's a generic thing, but what 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 areas would you be looking at? 
Well, I, I probably will tell you that coming out of Pro Park next Sunday, the team that loses is probably saying, geez, we, they need another one or two scoring forwards. Oh, like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it, and I don't mean this any with disrespect to what you're saying. Yeah. It's the, it is one of the easiest things and it, and it doesn't bring um, any more sort of insight to what's needed. But absolutely, if, there, if there's a new scoring forward around the county that, that wants, see like as well, what we got to remember here is that there is a lot of good, talented players in Mayo, but maybe not all are willing to give the commitment that's required now, you know, uh, and put in that that effort. You know, I've already spoken with one or two players myself uh, over the last week around, you know, you know what we'd look, like to see in club championship and what we need them to be doing with their club gym programs and stuff like that. And fellas have been saying. You know, next year doesn't we? I've got plans. You know, yeah, possibly it's a, traveling. You put your life on hold, Stephen. It's 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 a it's a huge huge it, commitment. Yeah. To put. And, and it's it's so it's not as simple as as just saying yeah. There's a player here. We bring him in. <laughs> the time it has to be right for, for for them as well. But what I would say is, we're we're absolutely open to um, identifying players. I think uh, you you never have enough. Quality players. Will, will you have a look at um? Will you have a look at Darren Quinn for Enda because he never shuts up on about him on the podcast. <laughs> let, 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 let let us just say that we, we might have a surprise in, in in line for somebody later on in the year. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, positives for the year, like uh, when when you had your you know think back over the last few weeks, what were the big plus pluses for you? I look. I suppose I've thought a, a little bit about that over the last number of weeks, and you know. I think, you know, you can, you can sometimes look to, to categorise the season as, was it a positive season? Was it uh, a negative season? You know, was it, was it a good season? Was it bad? Was it successful? Like, I probably have come to a point of sort of saying it was a season that offered a lot of promise and ended up a frustration. Um, and for me, like, look, um, the league, I think the league, if you want to use, was a success, right? Okay, um, we didn't we didn't go out to necessarily take a target of or look to win the league, but we didn't go out to not win the league either. Um, and I think as many good teams have done, you get on a winning form, you want to maintain that. It builds confidence, it builds cohesiveness within the group. We found ourselves in a league final. We were up against a team um, that 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 we're certainly looking for 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 a scalp. Uh, but it didn't matter if it wasn't Galway. If it had been Armagh, we would have been going into that to win it. Um, and we were caught a little bit flat, not not from lack of preparation. And, and I addressed the point, nobody took the eye off the Roscommon thing. But when you finish on a Sunday and you get one session, to like that was all we could do the following week was one session to try and get Fal as fresh. It didn't allow us the preparation that we would have would have liked and it, it, it has been a, it has been a, a, a pattern over the league where there was teams lying in the grass in certain stages where they were more prepared and uh, well well I think they were like Roscommon were able to at whatever five past four on the Sunday that they played their last national league game to focus on Mayo yeah it took us seven days more to like they were on our radar but they weren't you couldn't, you couldn't in the come out, of it. yeah, but you couldn't come out and be saying focusing on a championship game when you have a league final, or you know, you, you couldn't really, like, either way, you were well, yeah, catch like, 22. 
and we've had a policy and and is we take it one game at a time right yeah. and yeah. look there's no doubt we would have had a preference would have been that there would have been another week to the championship game but we knew the fixtures beforehand that's not in any ways an excuse I'm just talking about it being in an ideal fashion but it yeah. wasn't there we went in we had our chances to to early on in that game um, and probably when when you go back to what your original question is is about the the disappointments or the or that is we we didn't show the clinical uh, uh, element in front of goal that we had done maybe earlier in the season um, that 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 the teams that have now got to the very final stages of the championship but they showed so we we like take the Roscommon game Roscommon got two goal chances they took both. We got two goal chances. We didn't. We didn't yeah. take either of them. And against Dublin at the far end of the season, Dublin get two goal chances. They take both. We get two goal chances, and we get zilch out of it. And so we've got to challenge each other more. That we're not going to be successful on big days unless we become more clinical at seventy percent of those chances instead of being down in the thirty percent. And look. Nobody listen to this, guys, will, will, will say, well, Jesus, there's a new thing. That's something that's probably been spoken about for years. Years. But we just need to work harder at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Connor Loftus debate went on and on there in the weeks going around the, the quarterfinal and the, the prelim, prelim game. Um, what was your thoughts after it, it all finished? You know, you, you tried something and it, it, you changed it up at the end. What was the... What's your thoughts now, looking back on the on the on the on the year in that and that regard, that role, you know, new role. It's a, it's a new it was a new thing for me anyway. Yeah, um, well, probably do you know like um, it was only towards the end of the season that that, that I sort of became a little bit more aware that there was such a a discussion about it. I, I suppose the thing was when you win a national league title, um, and and you have a guy playing it, there wasn't as much maybe talk about it, you know. Maybe some people found it a little bit more difficult to get it in their head that here was a guy that played maybe on the half forward line of an All Ireland minor team. But the thing about it is, uh, Connor is a very very smart footballer, and, and and to be honest, I don't like talking about individuals because, yeah, yeah. um, you know, it was us to select them and put them into positions, and whilst we must be accountable for for those decisions, um, I thought I thought that I thought Connor did very very well in in a lot of games all right like i suppose in defense of of connor or defense of the decision i think if people took real time to look at the goals that we conceded or are people to even think about what is the role of a center back now or a guy that plays in a in a in a in a plus one role or a sweeper role it's guys that are intelligent footballers that have an athleticism that can also help you Big pass. you know come, come from come from defense and i think connor like a number of other players, suited that 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 sort of criteria. It was his first season in there. As I said, he played in the team where any of the days he played, we were undefeated, barred the, the Roscommon game. And, you know, the, the probably a little bit of, of, of what we required going into Galway, just the numbers didn't match. But I have no doubt Connor is going to bounce. I have I, yeah, real yeah. confidence he'll have a top club championship, uh, as will... A lot of other players, because you know, Connor was probably one that people maybe other people didn't start against um, Galway also, um, uh, and and maybe they aren't as as, as maybe headline discussion it, points. It's it. I think Stephen, it's just general 
I know you're, you're when you're in the bubble, you don't take any heat of it, but the general hysteria, there's always going to be something people are raving about anyway. I don't think anyone is going to... Uh... Yeah, but team selection as well is a moment in time based on maybe form, based on on, on a, a certain game plan that you want to play or tactical. The opposition can can, can have factors into that. And and one thing that that's, I think what we're trying to uh, embed in, in, in the group is that we have flexibility and adaptability to whoever playing and the circumstances we meet in. And we've obviously got challenges around that in relation to our consistency within games. So I think, you know, no doubt we are playing well and competing very well in a lot of games at to 75, 80% of the game. But when we seem to switch off, it's it's det- it's proven detrimental to yeah. our, 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 our the end result or the mood coming out becomes more frustrated as I was saying. And so that that is one of that along with the clinical finishing side are two things that are we definitely going to look to go after next year. It was hard though. I I just from from looking on the outside, it I think I think it was hard. You know, I remember going to the Mindspace game. The lads were already in decent nick. Like they were, they were they were fit. They seemed like they were raring to go. Very hard to keep it going the whole season. I think Jack O'Connor mentioned this week about it'd take a fair team to keep that level up for the year. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, what I would say, I would say, if you take the Kerry example, you go back and you look at them in 2022. And, the, yeah. and and they, they nearly had to say, I bet you if you looked at them in their first night they played the McGrath Cup, yeah. they probably had 12 or 13 of the team that played in the All-Ireland final, bar an injury or two, yeah. right? Um, and like, you know, the boys came back, like, I think there was a little bit of, I, I definitely heard this, I think there was, you know, people that might have been commentating on the game saying that we had a load of work done more than other teams that we actually hadn't <laughs> done our awesome. first we actually hadn't done our first collective uh football session to the 30th of November last year. And I think that was like four or six days after the the, the collective session was to come back. So yes, guys were working individually and guys were working in gym pod, you know, uh, you know, in twos, threes or whatever. But this thing of us going out and we were doing, we were back training on the 1st of November and that rubbish. Um, and, and to be honest, that won't change uh, next year. Our plan is not to go back before the 1st of December. Um, and, 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 and there might be a slight change in relation to how we go. But I wouldn't like to, to we would be totally not facing up to our own faults, which was we did not lose at the end of the season based off too much done. We lost because we didn't close out the game against Cork. And, and that's no disrespect to Cork. We found ourselves up six points up in that game with 12 minutes of normal time to go. In a better position, the Kerry than Roscommon or Derry found themselves against Cork in, in and around the same period. And we let that go. And that is something that's going to hurt us. And I think did you know being... did you know when the free was going over the scoring difference because like it's, things are going nuts in there you know how if you got the point the scoring yeah. difference yeah well we did but it, it comes back to like we can't get a cohesive message in because you've got no more Ferner coming in yeah 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 right? no no I, I know that I understand when it's yeah. when it's there's something going on like that it's it's it can be it can be hairy and you said yourself you can't get the message in. The people are going nuts and there's a big crowd and the screaming and everything else that goes on. And, it, and and again, you're shouting in and players are in, there's an injury and standing up and sure. yeah. uh, is it kick it over the bar or is it kick it into the square? Should God knows if Jack Kearney had got his, his 
fingers to, to, to that ball and it ended up in the in the net. You know, yeah. God knows what, what would happen. But if some buts. If some buts and they're no yeah. good, they're, they're no good to us. We have to face our own uh frailties as regards that. And and uh you know, I sense um, you know, we learned well the learnings of it we'll only really know next year, but but we have now suffered a, a, a quite a serious Slap in the face, if you want to put it one thing, yeah. uh, and, and and we found ourselves in a position we didn't need to be in. Yeah, shit happens. Look, that's 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 fair enough. I won't won't press any more on it. Pour concrete on it now. That's that you're done. Um, Sam, Sunday, uh, Clifford, what do you do? Just how'd you stop him? Um, yeah, yeah, that there'll be a book written on it or something. Yeah, um, it'll have to be. I, yeah, I think you know the, the the great thing about about this is. Everybody has opinions around what do you do, like you know. Um, I do think that that you know, uh, and, and you know, even if we go, go back to the point there, you know, you, you raised about you know Connor being in it or whatever. Like so, opinions out there about about anything, I think, is part of the great debates that that, mm. that are had either on a podcast like your own or in a pub or in a coffee shop or whatever it is. So, how do you stop? Clip? Like, I think that I don't think there's a case that you stop. Clifford, I think you try to either stop the supply yeah. or or you accept you're going to concede three, four, three, like three points concession is like a good day out, I think. Yeah, like I, great I day. just take ourselves. I thought David McBride did a really, really top job on on, on David blowing blowing Clarney. And at the same time, he scored maybe three or four points from play. But mm-hmm. I think there were Brilliant points that they were impossible accept. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the last day being above in the in the game, Chrissy McKay, maybe he should have tried to shove him down the line a little bit more from a from a coaching point of view. He might have said try and push him down into the corners a bit more. But the skill and these weren't ones just around the D. There were yeah. there were 35, 40 meter shots on angles. Like he's 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 a class act, but I think. Uh, I, I have a sense that that Dublin are 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 going to win it. I think the game will come down, down to nearly the two half back lines. I think how um, Dublin go about engaging the Kerry half back line, right? Yeah. That doesn't allow them maybe cover a Bascal or a Costo inside with a Khan or a Mannion, and also then how do Dublin use their half back line to try and cut out? Some of the supply into Clifford. I think that's where the game has the has the foundations to be to, to be won. And certainly, if Dublin bring a disciplined display to their defence, I think they possibly at the moment they seem to have just more options to to get a but It's going to be a tight one. I I, I maybe be half back in the draw. Yeah, I always back the draw. Um, just before you go, McLare, who's getting written Mayo? Yeah, the three teams really, isn't it? It's Westport, Castlebar, not more. It seem to be the front runners now at the moment. Yeah, yeah, Ballina. I think would, would like to think that they'll have a bit of a shout in, in yeah. there. I think um, you know Ballantover will always probably you know rouse for 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 some performance. Come on, Steve, off the fence. Give us something. You Give know, us something. <laughs> I probably think Mitchell's. Yeah. Um, and and to be honest, you know. You're you're still two months away from 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 when then those yeah. big semi-finals will will, will be. It. But you, you'd like I'm sorry, you know, up up to themselves. But you would like to think that 
Mitchells are hurting badly for letting that slip last okay. year against uh, uh, Westport. Um, and, and I know that in some ways they might have stole it a little bit with, with Dougie's penalty or whatever, but um, the uh, Mitchells, I think, are I, as I see it, are probably just a little bit in front. It'd be, yeah. good to inter- it'd be interesting to see who's going to show more of their hand in the league final as well. Yeah, there'll probably be a bit of shadow boxing, I'm sure, as usually as there is at that. But uh, it seems, it looks like it's going to be a cracking club championship and hopefully now we'll get a couple of games in. Um, I'm sure you're saying yourself, you'll be around the grounds in a couple of matches. And we'll be, we, cert- we certainly will. I know, looking yeah. forward to that, it's always a good time to, 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 to see what the form is like with, with, with players and yeah. see sort of what, what bounces is in them. Well, Stephen, I thanks very much for the for the for the for your time this evening. It's great to get your uh, your answers on certain things and uh, close off the year and 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 keep the keep the headers out there happy for another six months. Um, not at all, that. not uh, at all. Thanks for the invite. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll be talking to you shortly down the road. Hello, and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 31st of July. It's just gone quarter past nine on the top floor of RF Towers, Mayo's largest fictional building. And the Mac and John Stag here uh, this evening. We go through a few bits and bobs what's happened in the league. We also have a nice interview, 40 minutes with Stephen Rochford. So what we're going to do this evening is have a quick chat, uh, go through a few pieces, and then uh, we will let the interview play out. That'll be the podcast this week. So, short bit with us. <clears throat> Probably try and get everything done in 20 minutes, lads, will we? We always say we don't have nothing to talk about. We end up talking for over an hour. So, we'll try and keep things moving as much as we can. John, how are you? That's what happens when you're good at talking shite, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I was telling Enda today, it's like, there's, there's certain jobs for certain people, and I think talking shite suits Enda. <laughs> well, I know listening to it definitely suits me, and listening to you too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, ref, uh, ref rang me this evening, John, and I, I put a man on to him. He got awful confusted. Uh, I thought you were pulling the piss at first. I didn't know who who it was, or I, I, I had an idea who it was. But he didn't know who he was from his first name. He was insulted. Well, you, you when you said Victor, no Hector. Yeah, but it sounded like Victor on the phone. So it was a it was a Hector from the, the ginger fella. Uh, oh yeah, guy. Hector or Hector or Hecagon. Oh, Hecagon, yeah. Hecagon, <clears throat> okay, okay. I thought it was him, and then when you said Victor, I was like, who the fuck is Victor? Well, what were you doing with Hector in the van, Inda? I was bringing him to the rest as well. <laughs> That's just the way I roll. How does he end up teaming up with him? Uh, it's amazing the people I can be associated with all within 24 hours. Ref. Oh, that's you've spotted a few people where you're above in Crow Park. Yeah. Um, uh, Mike McCarthy from RTE Ref and a few others, heavyweights. Yeah, you you got your predictions right on the radio. You were up for the final. You um, How was it? Ah, it was an enjoyable day, apart from getting soaked on the way home, but that was the only downer of the day. Um, I I think Clifford wasn't as bad as people are making out. For a mere mortal, he had a good game. Yeah, he's the only player, I think he's the only player in the in the game where he can kick three or four wides, and he's, he's he, at his standards, he's a bad player then for the day. No, Paddy Durkin was for after the game in Limerick. 
I thought he got awful abuse for kicking a few bad wides. Ah, uh, but I think was that um, not a collection over a couple of, over the last couple of, or a good few games? He's been he hasn't his, his conversion wasn't great now, Winda. And the next day it wasn't too bad. The next day out it wasn't bad against Galway, was it? No, but it it, it had yeah. been it had been poor. Yeah, Evan Regan used to be in the same boat. Remember, he used to get on a lot of ball, and uh, he he wasn't getting a whole lot of chances. He, in fairness to Regan, did he re, did he really ever get a consistent amount of games? And he might come off the bench, and and you know you get one or two chances, you don't take them. It's like I'll oh, take him off or don't start him. Or I'd be always saying, if a lad's getting into positions, if you know what I mean, Evan Regan is 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 accurate. It will happen, like you know. So I think it was the problem was, was he was too he was too reliant on his left foot. I think. John. Yeah, but he didn't have a right foot. Yeah. I don't. I, I can't recall doing too, too much with the right foot, even at the club championship. He seems to be yeah, very heavy on the left. Mortimer, got... Mortimer didn't either, but he lasted a lot of years, you know. So I don't know. I just, I just think he's a guy that maybe could have done. Could, he got could, was a bit unlucky, maybe you know. He got murdered the time for coming on against Galway and taking the two shots above the Pierce Stadium. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But if Gavin White's getting it today in Kerry, lads, and he had a great game uh, apart from the ball he gave away for the goal. And he's yeah, getting it today. Him. You'd have to feel from like he's a serious footballer. It's, it's, that's tough going there. When that ball hit the net, like you, you could see his, you know, he was, I'd say his, his world was nearly falling apart in front of him. He, he lost in All Ireland and an All Star in the one moment, didn't he? <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, said he, he, hand, he hand passed away his All Star there. Uh, Dublin lads, um, they got the band back together to win one to one one. Uh, do you agree that'll be it for a while with Dublin? They'll uh, a good few of them will sail off into the sunset, or do you think they'll hang around? I don't know. They've I done so much. They've done yeah, so I'll much. Them, yeah. The I, I think they might. The, uh, yeah, I, I think, think Paddy Andrews crying or nearly crying. He's. Uh, I was watching it. it. Was a bit of a. A recording in the the football pod and Paddy Andrews like well enough because Dublin hadn't won in All Ireland in two years. Would you ever fuck off? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I was like I turned it off straight. I was like, are you serious? Like I just I, what's maybe now maybe he was maybe there's more to it than this. There's more more to that story. Or maybe I just maybe shouldn't have just cut it off straight away. But I had to. I was like, this is ridiculous. I had people from Kerry text me. Uh, saying that oh, awful pain, or bad day at the office. You've no fucking idea. These these people no. from Kerry and Dublin telling us about pain, right? You've no fucking idea. No. Um. It 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 really it really hit home how far away Mayo are. Watching them two teams going absolutely le- hell for leather above in Crow Park in the big house. For me, anyway, I think that we're we're miles off when it came to the. The crunch of the championship. Yeah, we're a bit off that now, right in France. Yeah, we're a long, long way off. But we'll, we'll, uh, we have, uh, we live in hope, I suppose. We'll see what happens and comes around the corner uh, next year. What's going to be brought in or what's going to be taken out? And... Well, there's a good chance the dubs are going to come down a little bit now if they do lose as many as they're thinking. Uh, and uh, Kerry. Yeah, Kerry yet again yesterday showed that their bench isn't, you know, awfully strong. They definitely have to get a couple of players now as well. And, you know, if Mayo, Derry, even Tyrone maybe improve a little bit. Galway, obviously, yeah. 
uh, you know, I don't know. I think after yesterday, even though the intensity of the game was great and they were a country mile ahead of everyone else this year, they may not be next year. I think it'll give a little bit of hope to other teams looking on too, right? I think there'll be a soft All-Ireland next year. I really do. I think Kerry and Dublin will be re- rebuilding next year. Someone's going to sneak in and get an All-Ireland. My fear is it'll be Galway. But um, I just can't see Kerry and Dublin. I back Kerry in 2020, or, or Dublin in 2022 to win All-Ireland in 23. I won't be back in either of them this December. I'll be holding my powder dry. What odds did you get back in the, when you back? Five to two, I think. <clears throat> Do you listen uh, to the interview, lads? I sent it on yeah, to you. Yeah. 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 Look, we're appreciative of Stephen taking time out and to come on the to come on the pod and uh want to thank Horn. Liam thank Horn. Liam. And, yeah, and everyone else in Mayo GA that allowed it to happen. Um because uh it was it was it was a big it was a big uh Big fish to get now, so yeah, we'll um, play that after a while. And uh, had the crack with Stephen for a bit, a few questions, a few bits and bobs. So yeah, um, football yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very honest interview, I thought, in fairness. Yeah, like you can, you can, you, you like, can you can't just start ramming people with questions, can you? Or, or no. read, you know, like as much as sometimes people would say, oh, you should. Get stuck into this and stuck in that. Sure, like it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Um, we asked a few bits. We asked about Connor Loftus, um, positional, about speed in Crow Park, um, about peaking too soon, or was there was there an element of running out of steam? Um, a few bits like that. So, but yeah, that was good. Yeah, good to have him on. Yeah. Good to get a bit of insight with a bit of chat. So. Club uh, football. Yeah. Uh, before the club, John, you went uh Torless, your oh, first yeah. time in Semple Stadium. Yeah, fine spot in fairness. So <laughs> fine spot. Uh yeah, disappointment again for the girls. Uh the first half was like um it was a bit like Groundhog Day from last year. Um yeah, I I don't know. Those three changes for the game started and uh there were surprising changes. Uh, Fiona McHale don't know if she's carrying a knock or what because she only came on at five minutes to go and she's she's literally played every minute of football I'd say the last two years apart from the last game I think she came off near the end against Galway but she's she's usually playing you know 55 minutes and all. so it was unusual she didn't start so obviously she must have been carrying something uh, but I think a big shock as well was Sinead Walsh been uh, replaced late on and also Deirdre Doherty because they've been two big players some this year and I don't know whether I think that they decided to, you know, like a lot of teams, this whether uh, finish strong, look to finish with a strong team. But the problem with that was they started against the breeze, and it was fine up to the first twelve minutes. It was two points all, and everything was okay. And then just Kerry just moved into a different uh, gear, and they they rattled off one seven in the next eight nine minutes. And effectively, you know, there was a mountain to climb all of a sudden. Sinead Welsh came on five minutes for half time, we're 10 points down. Um, I suppose we were we were camped on there um, 45 for the first five minutes and we couldn't get in. They were minding the D very well, Kerry. Kerry, very big physical team. And uh, I looked down the field and, and there was between our 45 and their 45, there was nobody. 
and inside our 45, those three on three, and like their three full forward line are, are potent. Like this scored 114, ours are 116. Uh, you know, the corner forward scored 110 of that. And it was just, it was just scary looking at that, you know. And, you know, I think maybe if a few was before were kind of, um, you know, going hard in the management for maybe being a bit too defensive a couple of years ago. But I think on, on Saturday, it was the opposite, really. We were just a little bit too open. And I'd say after the time back again, they probably would have employed someone back there in front of, in front of that forty-five to, to, to shoulder it up. And then, then once it did get their shooting boots on, Kerry, which is all very economical, and they were shooting, they're like I think they one wide in the first half, whereas I think we'd seven in the second half with the breeze, and we were finding it hard to get the ball out. Laura Brin was finding it hard to get it out. I, it looked like she was instructed to hit the wings, and I'd seen her look, looking over. You could see her on TV and watch back, looking out at the sideline, looking for a direction, like, to, do you want me to keep going this way or what? So, um, yeah, as I said, mountain to climb in second half. Fairness to them, and, and this team has finished strong in all their games all year long. They uh, they, they gave everything they had in the second half, and Deirdre Dock uh, came off the bench and uh, rifled in a goal straight away with her first kick to bring it back to five. And suddenly they had a bit of momentum and you're thinking maybe might have a chance here. But um, just their shooting kind of let them down a little bit too much. And um, ah, Kerry, Kerry just managed the game out fairly well in the last few minutes. There was no way through. So listen, I, I, I definitely reckon when they look back and they think it was a, definitely a missed opportunity. They were, they were pretty distraught now afterwards, the players. So they were three semi-final defeats in a row. It's hard to take. But, um, you know... Few of them there, no, like the Sully, the Caps, Fiona, Mikhail. You'd you be hoping they'll they're still a bit in them. You'd you be hoping they'll still wait on and give it one more year. Michael Miles sound very uh, upbeat afterwards. In yeah. Interview <clears throat> on News Talk. Uh, very upbeat. Um, and uh, he he kept talking about the progression and that they're, you know, the progression each year, you know. So, you know, he didn't talk like, a, didn't, uh, sound like a man that was um, moving on and all. So, um, it, it looks like he's going to be in the, the hot seat for another year, I'd say. John, should they put Diane Caldwell on to Nimar Horty? I only seen the first 40 minutes now and I had to go down with Ref. We were commentating on the Sweeney Cup, but uh, she didn't seem to be picking her up when I was watching it. No, in a fairness, Claude was left there for the day and um, Claude could already, Claude Mimino could already do so much with them. But I think it was just, uh, I think in the really day, they possibly needed maybe somebody like um, maybe Ailish Ornane or someone maybe in front of, the, in front of her to, to, to cut off the the pay, uh, the all um, oh, the ground that was left in front of her, like, and and to give her a bit of a, a hand out, I think they could nearly have done that. Um, Danielle Caldwell, to be honest, yeah, if if you can at all, I think you need to get her out of the full back line because her her direct run in the second half with the ball, they they Kerry couldn't they couldn't stop her, and she was causing them all kinds of trouble. And uh, from from the half back line, uh, I I think Danielle is Dan, Danielle. She she's as good a footballer as ever played for me, and and that's and you know what it's a bit she's a bit like Keith Higgins that she's been used as a cornerback uh, for years to do a man marking job which she obviously does very well, um, but I suppose they, they wanted her making them runs up the field that's that's what they were hoping for and you could um you know quite possibly but I still think maybe someone in front of Claude to help her out might have been the best way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another so, year done for the ladies. So um, the ladies is now uh, the same as the men's ref, uh, Dublin Kerry final. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went for the first half of the Dublin Cork game afterwards and uh, 
Oh, Dublin looked uh, looked wicked. They looked wicked, wicked good. Really did. Very strong, very physical. Oh God, um, it's going to be a physical final. I can guarantee that because uh, they're two big physical teams. Um, I'd imagine Dublin are are, are slight favourites for it. Um, and they'll t- they'll take quack and no, Dublin will take beaten. Bowen seems to have them in, in in right good shape, and um, I think they're no more than the men's team. I think they're pushing all out to win it this year. But Kerry are lucky. Um, they lost it last year to me, didn't it? So yeah. um, they've won the league. So yeah, they're the best two teams. We definitely have the best two teams in the final. Yeah, same with the men's. <clears throat> I'm just watching the new the news here, lad lads the. Some filling station putting <laughs> petrol into the diesel tank. Eighty-seven cars affected. Oh, that's insurance, an insurance payout there of all of all sizes. Did you see? Um, is it Katie McCabe? Is it Katie McCabe? Yeah, and the manager. Yeah, what's your take on that, lads? It's interesting. Now I've made. I, I didn't uh, like it. I didn't huh? like it at all. No. I didn't like it at all. What fucking no. right is she to go back into the manager about what to do? Am I, I we've all been in dressing rooms where lads have had opinions and haven't been shy about advising them to managers. Yeah, well, was it all on the yeah, pitch though, no? Hmm. Was it out was it during yes, the game yes. or was it in the dressing room? Yes. Was it in the dressing during room? During the game. During the game. She yeah. she asked for uh, fresh legs. Get fresh legs on, she shouted out. You know? Yeah, and um, I don't mind I, too much. Nah, professional not a chance. Definitely. In a way, not a chance, Come on, that's just you're completely destroying the whole group. One, one fellow did, or one woman shouting out what to do. You should took her yeah. off. Took her off exactly. Yeah, and get fresh legs on. <laughs> yeah, but you see the interview with her afterwards, like in the press conference, like and. uh and they're asking her these questions about it. And and she's making her look very foolish, like. Yeah. I, I just thought it was so wrong. So bloody wrong, you know. Really was. Jesus. Yeah. We just don't help ourselves, do we? <clears throat> and uh, have you the results the weekend? We were at Knockmore and Ballina the weekend. We done commentary on it on Twitter spaces. We had a bit of crack up in the press box with a few of the locals. And um one in particular. One in particular. Swanee Senior was a, the executive producer for the night. He was filling us in on all the gaps for her, which was great to have because, you know... <laughs> and there was plenty of gaps. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's just some, sometimes when you're when you're, when you're you're commenting and you can't exactly see who it is with the numbers on their back or something like that. And especially just, the numbers are wrong and the jerseys are... Yeah. He was picking them out for us, in fairness. Um, Ballina, impressive... Not more, not so impressive. No, I was very disappointed in not more. If I'd been the one banging the drum all year, but not more. Granted, they were missing Aidan Orm, Pierce Rutledge, Big Losses, Shane McHale. They had some big guns out, but Bell and I were missing the two Regans, the two, um, what do you call ones. them? Air ones. They were missing So, uh, both teams. Were missing players, but just not more look very static to me. Stuck to the ground, there wasn't much movement in them. Um, it'll be interesting now. That'll be a big first championship game. Not more's first championship game. 
And I think that's a Mayo G TV game that I think they were announced today, Ref. Mm -hmm. Did you get the press release? I did. I did. I got the press release. Brilliant, a brilliant initiative. And uh, I'm surely not one for praising the CCC, but having Friday night games, I love it. Yeah. I really do. It means you can get five games in now at the weekend for nuts like me. Uh, even for a normal person, they're going to get two games or maybe three a weekend. Um, the clubs have to come to the party, I suppose, on the stream and on a Friday night and agree to play on the Friday nights. So that's going to be an issue where clubs would probably cry about having lads in Dublin, but I think it's the way forward. But it, 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 we talked about this last year as well, didn't we? It gives you an extra couple of days. Recovering. Yeah. But I think it's two weeks between every game this year. Yeah. So that that sort of comes out of the equation. Friday night, so it's Lewisburg and Kilchima. That's a big game. That's a big, big game for both teams. Like, because um, the loser would probably be one of the favourites to be relegated. Down to junior, neither club will like that, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, um, I'd expect Lewisburg to win that, but... Rubers and Kilchima that Lee McHale has uh, is getting involved with Kilchima for the next couple of weeks. And can we, when you say rumours, I heard it from one person. Have you heard it from other RF sources? I've heard it from one person. Then I heard, I, talk, I was asking someone from Kilchima and he started laughing. So there's obviously something or something has happened or something has been talked about. I'll, I'll send a message here when we're talking <laughs> to Kilchima correspondent. <laughs> Yeah, is that in Kelchamat that game? No, it's in Bacon because the pitch has been done up. Oh, right, okay, okay. So, probably had the that's, three for Bacon too. That, 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 that's a nasty one now for Lewisburg, you know, especially if they've had a rough league campaign and yeah. you go down there and everyone will be telling them, Oh, Kelchamar, sure, Kelchamar effect, you know, and uh, you're going down and everyone's expecting you to win that game. Yeah, and you just don't know what Kelchamar are going to arrive with, like. There's pressure there in itself to the fact that everyone will be thinking, oh, they're definitely going to win. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the, the Gary Moore Neil one is announced at the Friday night game on the second round. Oh, lovely. Mm. Uh, Moore and uh, Ballyhonis is a Friday night game, but they're not streaming it, so the clubs mustn't have been keen on streaming. Are you sure? Is that, is that oh, did you say, John? No, it wasn't. No, it's not. No. no, I think it's a Sunday game. Is it our second? Oh. I don't think it's Friday. There's only the one Friday game. No, Atmore would be the one club that could have had a game on the Friday night because yeah. they have the lights, but they mustn't have been keen on playing it on the Friday night. No, it's on a Sunday. That's away, yeah. Like, the, uh, how many clubs in the county have lights capable of holding a game? Yeah. Atmore, Ballinrobe, Garrymore. My Gowner. Island 80. Island 80 in the back pitch, yeah. Not too many, is there? Not too many, you see. No. So the, 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 the streaming on a Friday night isn't that simple. Them clubs have to be playing at home, and that can only happen once for each club. So Yeah, look, it'll be easier the, fr the Friday night the, the, for the... Neutral venues, it'll be easier. People won't be tied into certain venues, you know. Yeah. So they're going to have the three right. round. 
a neutral game Friday night in Crow in Crow Park. As I said, Michael Park. Can they have? Yeah, I was just gonna say, and I wonder whether they'll be able to have quarterfinals um, on a Friday night. One one quarterfinal. I'm sure there's no reason why they can't. And like you have the club grounds too. You have more. You have. Uh, Gary Moore, Ballon Robe, where you can play them as well on a Friday. Yeah. So there should be no issue, depending on who's playing who in each championship, where you could have more than one game on a Friday night. Yeah, but if they'd want even one on for the TV as well, it'd be great there, an 8 o'clock game for a quarter final, you know, for, for people coming home. And the Mayo TV package was announced to a senior ref, 90 euro for over 20 games. 90 euro for 20 games. No, I don't know. Should I quote this Kilchamar man? But I'm going to quote him anyway. I'll eat my Knicks if he is. Yeah. And that's the fact. All he has to do is look at the results. Yeah. Okay. So, so no, maybe I, no. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true. It's just it was the talk. Um, on Saturday evening up in Ballina. Um, Result, go on through them there and come on. We said we only do 20 minutes and we're already we're already at 20 Riz. minutes. We haven't talked to any of the club results or any of the games the weekend. <laughs> uh, the, the way they're phrased here first result, Ballantubber 3 11, Burshul 7 points, Division 4, and Clamoris 9, Northern Gales 3 10. Big win for Northern Gales. Yeah. Honestly, I'm absolutely delighted. Promoted new clubs starting off together. Um, if to get promoted is another thing or not, because there there's a document circulated about changing the league's ref. We might get to that the next night. Yeah. Division f- uh, five. Um, Moore are playing Gary Moore in that final next weekend. Lewisburg two six. Gary Moore one eleven. Ahmore four ten. Bunny Condon two seven. Why is there no results from the games we were at? The North Port. Oh, that's yeah. why because they're down further down. Uh, Sweeney, uh, Michael Welsh Junior Cup. Kilcommon got a walkover. Intermediate Cup, Ballon Robe 514, and 10 points. Huge win for Ballon Robe. Um, Sweeney Intermediate Sheet, we saw this one, Ref. Ardnery, Sarsfields 12, Cross Malina 116. Good tight match early on. Cross Malina pulled away in the second half. It was the Duffy show in the second half, Ref. Yeah, he, he, he kicked some mighty freeze, in fairness to him. They were, you know, 40. Some, I think one or two of them could have been outside the 45. So there was a breeze behind them, but Crossmaline uh, wore them down. I was I was impressed enough with Ardenry at the same time for 40 minutes that game. I thought they were, they, they were, there's a bit about them this year now. First time I've seen them in a while. Seemed to be fairly well organised. Seemed to be knowing what they're doing. They're working hard. And uh, yeah, interesting now that they're... Um, Jordan Tip. played and Connor didn't <clears throat> play. Jordan played uh, and Connor lost. Yeah, yeah. And uh, James Mahadi was at full forward. Couple of very good moments. Um, wouldn't say he was dominant, but his young lad coming through. He 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 has size, ref. Yeah, he doesn't look out of place at intermediate level, does he? No, height no. wise. Um. JP Mulhern, JP Mulhern has to get a mention as well in in goal. Captain Fantastic. Um solid as ever. So 
I'll give yeah. him a stick about the slow kickouts, but he what they weren't slow at all. Uh, the senior game then up more eleven Ballina one twelve. Um, for for me, uh, Claire didn't know much about before the last two. Young Golden in the corner, I I thought he uh, was very impressive. Got the better of Charlie Burke on the evening. I thought he was very good. San Callanan was the standout player in the field for me. I thought he was outstanding. Um, not more point of view. Probably Kevin McLaughlin was the pick of them ref. Where was Sam, Sam Cannon playing? Full back, but he was everywhere but full back. He was driving past bodies all day long. There was, there was very little. There was very little for. Not more that stood out. They just weren't at the races, like you know how we all have this recency bias to chat. This is this is classic. They, they just weren't. Up for Ballina got Ballina were, were shocking the week before against Castlebar in the league by all reports. So they probably needed a reaction, and this is the game that they got it in. And uh, not more, probably like our Sweeney Cup. Look at we've three weeks of championship now. Let's that's our that's our main focus. I'd say, yeah, we can go um, delving too deep into what happened during the week. Ref, I've seen 10 minutes of Castlebar trains the first. Time is, I've seen anything of Castlebar this year and I was blown away by the pace in the training session. Can't go off a training session really, but uh, the pace was huge. I was I was inside in the main field watching the cross the line under 16s win the county title. A lot of sons of famous fathers playing and uh, a young man at full forward really caught the eye for me, young Dean. I thought he was outstanding. Um, obviously someone else is getting all the media attention but Young Dean was the man of the match on the evening was he? yeah I, I thought yeah I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of seeing these viral TikToks of a 16 year old I agree to um, I just think let the fucking lad play football like oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. that's this county again yeah you know like if, if anyone's gonna ruin them, we will. <laughs> I'm, on about, I'm on about the I'm on about the public more than this. Yeah. Yeah, just leave uh, them be. I, I, I can understand the excitement who his father was, but um he's gonna have enough pressures growing up put out exactly. deals exactly. at this stage. But yeah. anyway, it's done now. Uh hopefully he goes into an under seventeen setup next year and does well, uh, but there's a couple more in that cross the line team that are exciting as well. They won't get the media attention, but uh, Pierce was very, very good. Okay, uh, a couple of Castlebar players too caught the eye. Young Fury is a brother, and uh, uh, Joe is the name, he's a brother in the minor set up this year. I was very impressed with him. Standard was quite good, that's the other point, which is encouraging. Um, PSC uh, so in does it yeah uh, now a uh, couple of the runs by Kobe were exceptional I have to say that but uh, there's been enough talk about Kobe this week I think the weekend lads um, this game has been streamed Castle Bar against Westport Liam Devenny Mikhail Park 7 o'clock should be a cracker I don't think there's any reason they'll be holding anything back 
They want to blow out before the championship. Maybe if there's players with injuries, they won't risk them. But that's it. I think they'll go full hog for it. Very interesting to see it. I'll, I'll be away, but I hope to watch it on the stream. Um, Where's that on Saturday? Saturday. Is it? No, yeah. I'm at a in Sligo. Okay. John, are you available to go? Um, I might have a game myself now yet. Um, I'm hoping we might change it to midweek. We'll have to wait and see. Um, so if I if if I am if I don't have that game, yeah, I'll definitely go. Yeah. It's been streamed. It is. Yeah, it's been streamed. Um, I'm going to go for Castlebar here. Wasn't overly impressed with Westport today against Gary Moore. And a few players away. Now, Castlebar are missing a lot in their semi-final as well. So, I don't know when they'll be back. But they seem to have most of them training what I could see over the wall the last day. <laughs> what did we tell you before about looking over walls in the... <laughs> but you're normally jumping them, ref, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind staying in. Yeah, if there's a way into McHale Park, I'll find it. Um, the Division 2 match then is in cross the line on Sunday. My Davids against Belmullet. Um, Belmullet are really building up a head of steam heading into championship. Um, my Davids uh, going... Uh, we don't know how my Davids are going because they haven't been playing many matches. So if you're signalling at me, I don't, know, I don't understand what that signal is. You think I'm blown up? Bell Mullet. Yeah. Going down the B team and bet or against Charleston and got a draw with them the weekend. Blowing up. Blowing up Bell Mullet now. That's what you're doing. No. Um, I expect Bell Mullet to win if Ryan is home. <laughs> I believe he was away last weekend. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it could be changed. They're both the promoted. They're yeah. both promoted. And, well, the only thing that matters is there's prize money, ref. The treasurers of these clubs will want to win. <laughs> <laughs> Every treasurer wants money coming in. How much is it to win? I think it's a thousand for the senior league anyway. Oh. And it might be a thousand for division two and five hundred down. It's in the rules and regulations come out at the start of the year, but it's definitely a thousand for the senior. I think it's a thousand for division two. Someone will surely correct me if I'm wrong anyway. People are great for let me know when I get things wrong. I was never in a dressing room where I heard four went out. There's a thousand for this one, lads. So. <laughs> if you're told it was been left behind the barrier today, like, fuck. That's that's, that's Cinder's mentality there now. That's the Kevin Bree come out from. Uh, who do you expect to win them matches, lads? Castlebar. Westport. Bell Mullet. Bell Mullet. Uh, Division 3, Ballina, Saturday at 5 o'clock, Ardenary against Arda. Um, I happened to meet an Ardenary midfielder today, and he told me they're short a few players that the book told him this, they didn't think they finally be this weekend, they thought it'd be next weekend. So for that reason, I'm going to go for a shock here and go for Arda. Ooh. And he knew you were going to mention this in the pod. Yeah, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> and are the lads now licking their lips, going, "Oh, just a few missing here. We have a chance that thousand euro." <laughs> yeah, I go. I go Ardenry. I go Arda. Fuck it. I was uh, running down. All, I was running down all year. I seen them earlier in the year, but they're obviously kicking uh, into gear. Division four, Ballantubber against Northern Gales. 
Um, I'd love to see Northern Gales win it, but I'd say Bellantubber, there's still four or five lads that wouldn't be making the senior team but have county medals, and that experience might get them over the line against Northern Gales. I'm going for Bellantubber. Bellantubber, I've seen POC was playing for Bellantubber against Bershul. Bershul had a Midland team out there against uh, Ballantubber in that semi-final. Jeez, they got, they got well bet. So, they're going with Ballantubber as well. Right, are we... Uh, John? Oh, Jesus, I hope yeah. you didn't ask me. Um, <laughs> I, I'll go Northern Gales. Come on, Northern Gales. Come on. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the last one then is Gary Moore against Ahamore. Sunday in Ballandine and I'd be going for Ahamore on this one. Right. I don't know. I don't know nothing Ahamore. about anything. Ahamore who? Gary Moore. That's it, lads, yeah. on the pub front uh, minor semi-finals around tomorrow night. A couple Ooh. of good games. Castlebar against Park and tomorrow's against my David's both at 7 o'clock. Where are they in the in Castlebar and Clamoris. They're worth going to anyone that's around. Nothing for doing on a Tuesday night. They'll be good games. Division 2, Davids and Ball, all these games, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Ballina and Brafey. Like, there's not many clubs in these championships, so the B and C standard is quite good. Carris against Ballantubber, and Neil Park against Bullmullet and C. And D, Nafina. Who's Nafina, ref? Burashul and I lady. Against the Neil and Mayo Gales against the Murdochs, and the you might as well finish it off. Uh, Ard Mai against Akil are playing tonight. I oh, must be still group stage. Sorry, we won't go into that at all. There's very few teams in there. I think. Well, did we talk about this in the WhatsApp group about amalgamations at minor level? We could probably do it a couple more. You no harm if you're you're only going to get five or six players at that age anyway. That'll probably continue. Most smaller clubs. And on Saturday, ref Balladrine and Charlestown are playing in the Michael Welsh Cup, and that is a preview of the two teams that are going to meet in the championship later. So Ronan will probably be hiding things from Balla lads. Don't pay any heat. I don't think they'll be there. Well, that's the day Paddy Welsh is wedding. Oh, he'll surely be hiding things. <laughs> And Kilmina against Ballon Robes in the Michael Welsh Intermediate Final Sunday at one o'clock. And that's a night and eighty. Oh, so that's it, that's the club. I think we've yeah. talked enough. That that that'll be a good game. Kilmina and Ballon Robe now. Yeah. When did you see that on, on Sunday? Yeah. Hmm. Um, lads, is there anything else before we wrap up and let this interview play out? No, I'd say people would have rather did the interview first. <laughs> That's why we went first. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it all turned off, did you, ref? That's a good point. Huh? It's a good point. Will I just play it? Will I put the interview on the Yeah, be beginning? We, might, we, might, we might record another introduction. No, no, I just just put this on at the, after the interview and then yeah. it'll make no sense. Yeah. Let me think about it. Let me think about mm. it. Right, lads. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Up Mayo. Up Mayo. I'll just...